Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast. And if you've been listening, we've done three series since, uh, I guess, the shutdown, and we're on our third series. And it's, it's titled Stop One Thing. And I'm asking educators, especially people who are significantly involved in teaching and learning of students, really, what's something that we need to stop in order to get better or to do better? Um, because I think it's really easy for us in education to add pieces and add layers and add complexity, but we never actually pull away. And so today I'm with a really good friend, uh, Neil Oakley, who is the principal of Unity Christian Academy on the south side of Chicago. So Neil, I'm just going to throw that your way. And, and what is something that, you know, from your experience this, this past, you know, few months, but as you look ahead, what's something that's like, you know what, I need to, we need to stop doing this so that we can do better. Yeah, that's, a, that's such a great question. And I'm in my 13th, 14th, I forget, 13th or 14th year as an educator. And so I, I've seen a lot of opportunities to stop doing stuff, but I'm really thankful to be on the podcast, Eric, uh, and appreciative for the work that you do because, um, I just, there's a lot of nuggets that you can gain from these things. So, I mean, the thing that I came back to, and you mentioned it in your intro, was complexity. (laughs) So, um, we're going to really stop trying to chase complexity for like the the perfect outcome and embrace simplicity. And I'll give an example. so we're gonna we're gonna really stop trying to embrace complexity to just generate the perfect outcome and embrace simplicity. We had a, a new schedule last year, and it was a modular schedule, and it was it was great. It allows us tremendous it allowed us tremendous amount of flexibility to uh, rotate classes throughout the day. So you have block A rotating rotating throughout the day. You've got um, a really vibrant and um, kind of fresh schedule every six weeks, but it was super complex. I had to end up putting up a giant poster right when kids walked in the door. Here's the schedule. And I would still get kids come up to me and say, what day is it? It's day three. Okay. And so it was really, really complex, super cool, but very complex. And and the reason why, you know, I, I use this example because I think if we can like, stop creating unnecessary complexity we can embrace strategic initiatives like we're a small school right we've got 40 students and we'll have anywhere from 52 to 60 students next year so we're really part of our model is built on like partnering with the community and so we believe that we don't have to have everything that our school needs inside our school for example um, we really like to try to bring in contractors like who can offer high quality music and art instruction who are not necessarily full-time employees, but we can tap into those like talented folks and bring them in and, and allow them to bless our students. That's not possible with the level of complexity that we had with our schedule last year. And so, you know, it's, it's an interesting question. So we're trying to, you know, take that complexity down, embrace simplicity, create a schedule that's going to allow us to do that better and more and more over the years to get outside people in to make our school better. Um, so it's, it's an interesting question for a school that's new because we also haven't gotten to the point where teachers are like saying, 
can you please cut one thing so that we can focus on this other? But um, yeah, so that's, that's what I'd say. So can I ask a question about that? Because sometimes yeah. I mean, there's multiple thoughts in this that go through my head, right? Sometimes we think of simplicity being boring, right? But you're saying, hey, simplicity allows us just to be more flexible and creative yeah. in solving problems. Um, one of the things I'm wondering too is, is, is the, does as a startup, right? And you haven't necessarily, you know, set like these traditional norms. This is just the way we do it. You know, you and I have worked at places, uh, you know, where this is just the way it is and trying to change that is, is almost impossible um, because it's just so solidified and cemented into the institutional knowledge and organization. So, so one of the questions I have is kind of this idea, how does simplicity allow you to be more creative? But then how does it also, in that sense, allow you to be more innovative too, so that then like you don't solidify that this, you know, for five, six years down the road, that this is the way we do it, that actually we can switch it up and still keep the simple, be creative and be innovative. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I, I'm going to go right with the example of President Obama's wardrobe choices. Um, I remember reading about how he embraced simplicity of the color palette uh, that he wore because he just was tired of thinking about what color tie or suit to wear. And, and I think this, this absolutely applies to anybody who wants to think creatively and do creative, innovative things. You can't do that if you're wasting your mental energy on things that are pointless and that don't have an impact. So I, I think there have been many times when, you know, there's this paralysis of complexity of we can create, 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 but unless you simplify certain systems in your institution, like you're just not, I have personally found that you will not be able to think as creatively as you can if, if you can just make the main thing plain, right? And go back to the hedgehog concept from that book. The one that everybody read in 1999, um, good to great. Sorry, but it, it was it, it just like all right, let's keep it simple. What do we what do we want to be the best at? What do we want to be really good at? And if you can really hone in on that, like for us, if community partner partnerships are are key, then we have to simplify our schedule so that we can creatively go after those people who are going to make our school better. Um, and just it's it's about I think just knowing your organization's bandwidth for complexity and decision making and and all that because when you're tired when you're when, when there's just too many things to figure out that's not a space for creative thinking it's just not <laughs> I mean it, and it is it's amazing how we just add layer after layer after right. layer and over time we just we, we, you know, we, we really don't even know what layer we're peeling away, you know, and, and we're surprised and often, you know, taken aback because we found some other layer of complexity or, or just, you know, just institutional kind of just, I don't know, it just consistency that gets in the way of us, us doing creative things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's, um, I'm still learning this as a, as a, as a new leader, but um, managing complexity is, is in part trying to, you know, not arbitrarily create simplicity because some things 
resist. I learned this at Covenant College with the, these folks who really loved, I mean, the connection between like, um, you know, worldview and learning, you know, if we reduce things too much, it loses its value. So it's like this, this balance of trying to simplify so that you can create organizational kind of bandwidth, but also avoiding the opposite of overly simplifying stuff because that's, um, you know, depending on the situation could be just as bad or worse to take something that's really just simple uh, or just downright complex and trying to create, what does Eckert talk about? The, um, uh, the adaptive, the adaptive challenges, you know, and just trying to figure out which, which things you can simplify and which things you can't. Yeah. And oftentimes we, we, you know, I think it is that challenge, right? Going back to that adaptive versus technical mm -hmm. solution, right? We, we often want to take an adaptive problem and, and, and apply a technical solution to it. And that's where, that's where the match of simplicity and complexity get mixed up and then create kind of the organizational kind of, you know, chaos or whatever it might be. But I think, I think it is that place too, where you talk about like, how do we, you know, how do we, how do we simplify without reducing it so much that, that it loses meaning, value, purpose, um, and what we do. So Neil, this is awesome stuff. Thanks for giving us your thoughts. Yeah. And I just, one, one add on Eric, and we're going to also stop using, um, Google sheets to track attendance. So that's, and we're going to actually embrace um, embrace spending money on a student information system. That last one is just for anybody out there who's done a startup. Um, you'll you'll feel me there. But I uh, love this question because it's it's just great because um, that will take a simple thing and make it even even more simple. But it's a pleasure yeah. talking with you, man. Yeah, really appreciate your time. Thank you.